0: I would be miserable had I stayed. So I always recommend to women, like just you have to follow your dreams and not somebody else's, you know, at all costs.
1: Hey ladies.
2: Hey ladies, and welcome back to Perspective, and welcome to our first episode after our one-year anniversary.
1: <laughs> so our one year in one episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's exciting. It is. Like, still can't believe that we've done a full year. And thank you so much, everybody, for your response to the posts on Instagram, and just for the shoutouts and. Congratulating us for our one year and supporting us through it. Like, it's really amazing, and we really appreciate everybody, even like making a comment, taking the time to say something. For sure. Uh, definitely made us feel pretty loved and pretty special. So, we're loving doing this. And at this time, we have no plans to stop, and just more and more great guests to come. And especially like this episode, we've got two amazing oh my gosh. ladies. That you're gonna love to hear from yeah um but yeah like it's pretty exciting it's
1: obviously like the most exciting um we started this podcast I don't know we we got all savvy last week but it is yeah amazing that we made it for one year um and we made it you know we never even really considered the point that we made it through the hardest year um yeah unscathed almost like we're we're still happy we still love each other so that's good and that that's obviously going to be the hardest year of our podcast I think getting started so
2: yeah we've learned so much and we had to like figure out how to do everything remotely on top of oh yeah then
1: we had COVID affect it which of course is a thing and
2: and still affecting it
1: yeah still affecting it as well as um You know, I think everyone is no secret to the fact that we had like every technical difficulty under the sun possible happen. So, (laughs)
2: yeah. So, yeah, all the regular first year issues. And I. Well, and
1: not to mention, we didn't know how to. do anything for a podcast, either. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> why I say
2: maybe caveat the all the regular stuff isn't all the regular stuff. But for us, no. like this is what it was because <laughs> like, maybe other people ever. already know how to actually like start and run a podcast perfectly from day one. So yes, we won't go back down the same uh, conversation that we had yes. when we talked about our first or one year episode <laughs> we last just week. Do but that every day. It's our new segment. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's our new intro. Okay. In year two. We're like, one year's been great. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, let me first off start by thanking our sponsors, Intamo Pleasurables, for supporting Perspective. They are a company that cares, and they give back a portion from every sale to facilitate free sex and pleasure education in our communities. So head on over to com for their full line of products, and do not forget to use coupon code Perspective20 at checkout and Birch and & Fog, our other sponsor. Thank you so much for supporting the show. To learn more about their products, check them out on Instagram at Birch & Fog or at their website, birchandfog.com. And of course, use coupon code Perspective 20 at checkout to get $20 off your first order.
2: Awesome. And yeah, as everyone knows, we love these products and we use them pretty religiously. And A little sneak bit of information is we do have a new product sponsor coming on board, which we will announce in a couple weeks. So stay tuned for that. It is another one that you will 100% want to take advantage of the coupon code. You guys will
1: love it.
2: Ladies, yeah, let us tell you. But we won't until (laughs) we we announce it. So just to leave you in suspense for now. Um, It'll be worth it. Yeah, so it's oh god it's gonna be worth it um we're so excited I'm we so love excited. this person and this brand so yes just stay tuned for that uh i think that was kind of like all our housekeeping stuff yep. um, oh we
1: have one more housekeeping
2: oh right <laughs> uh we didn't even talk about Brittany yet
1: so um I'll, go ahead <laughs> now part of housekeeping um I just have a quickie update so Britney Spears um I mean she's you know if if she's gone crazier I think in my personal opinion I can't even look at her Instagram but so apparently she's doing some project and that explains the dancing and the shirts um we all know the The multi-wear the shirts yeah (laughs) and um also it was reported that she is really because her dad is still running her conservatorship and he had hired a guy um, to manage it and she apparently is furious because she thinks he is unsuitable. Anyways, not sure where that will lie, but um, Brittany's old friend Paris Hilton did weigh in with her opinion, saying that's really sad, the whole situation, that she is, um, you know, even in the conservatorship and everything's really kind of fucked and weird. So even the celebs... Kind of feel like what we're feeling, and they really know her. So,
2: well, yeah, someone that actually knows her, like Paris Hilton, they were, I guess, legitimate friends. So, yeah, interesting that those kinds of celeb slash friends of hers are uh speaking out now. So, I think we're gonna hear a lot more. Yeah,
1: because I if mean, they're saying things along soon. the lines of, "Guys, just chill, Britney's thriving," whatever, Britney, you know, whatever it may be in a positive light, that would be one thing. But they're literally all like. It's fucked. So We're
2: concerned. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This so weird. we'll just keep giving you the updates as they come.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because clearly none of you have social media. So we have to uh, <laughs> fill you in. <laughs> this is the. Uh, I don't know why we became so obsessed, but we are. It's just, it's like, it's just this crazy train wreck that we can't look away from, right?
1: It's totally, yeah. totally, totally right. I mean, you said it great, Laura. <laughs> We just did another Um, episode where Lauren is just on a roll of nailing everything, so.
2: Well, nailing everything she says. Like, nobody's business. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) She just nails everything (laughs) and anything.
2: Well, I'm not, well, that's, yeah, no, I don't nail everything. (laughs) She's like, yes, thank you. (laughs) Whatever context you took that in, but... (laughs) It took, took me a minute there. <laughs> had to take a beat. That's funny. Um, one thing I'm not really nailing right now is kind of parenting. Like, tensions are running high. I don't know other moms, dads, guardians, whatever capacity you're a parent in out there. If you're really getting to that point, I feel like everybody has in some way or another. But, like, in our house, it's just becoming, like, a lot. Like, the routines are off and it's, you know, I... I I'm not feeling like a great mom so I had to kind of have a pep talk with myself this morning because I'm not okay with that of course like I want to be the best mom I can be and I've noticed like it's affected just like my overall like attitude and like general outlook and my ability to get up in the morning I've talked about that on the show before where I had like a really hard time getting out of bed like would literally lay in bed till like the last second before my work day started. Um, So yeah, I was scared that I, you know, I was noticing that I was kind of falling back into that uh, kind of trend. Uh, So this morning I set my alarm, committed to getting up when it went off. And I have mirrors that are my closet right beside my bed. So I looked over in the mirrors after I turned my alarm off and I literally said, Lauren, Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Get your ass out of bed. And I did. I jumped up. So, I mean, sometimes that's all it takes, ladies. You just have to like literally give yourself a little pep talk. I know I'm not alone in this. It probably sounds ridiculous and crazy to some people, but No, you're actually me, I, hilarious. I had to say, "Get up." So, out loud. When this you was first not started, in my mind.
1: When you first started this sentence, I thought you were going to say or going to need like a pump up from you I was just about to weigh in on all the supportive messages and you just look in the mirror and say them to yourself so that's the epitome <laughs> of a boss babe <laughs> I'm like okay I got this well, I, I'm going to support her and then sh- you end with and then I looked in the mirror and fucking told myself what's up <laughs> so I did there you go when you're ever so- doubting yourself just remember that <laughs>
2: Yeah, it, it, well, you know what? It kind of worked, and I worked out for the first time today in quite a while. Like I fell off that. Amazing. Like it really, I really was kind of falling back into that sort of like downward spiral where I was just like not feeling myself, not feeling. No, it's greatest. like the COVID and blues. I realize. Yeah, and and even though like things are getting better, like in terms of things opening up and just like socially and all that, but uh, the kids going back to school that was definitely a positive. Um, but yeah, it was just sort of like, honestly, I just want to put on a pair of high heels and go out. Like, that's where I'm at now. Like, I just miss so bad, like, just not doing the things that I normally do. And I know that maybe sounds like bougie or first world problems type thing, but when that's your life and that's what you're used to and like, that's what you're going to crave. And I mourn that. I mourn it. Like, I'm like, what the hell? Like, is it ever going to be where it was and so you start questioning those things and anyway not to go on a dark tangent but it's just <laughs> that was a, a rut that I had noticed I was getting in so and I'm just talking about this because maybe people can relate and are like oh you oh, know what sure. I'm gonna fucking tell myself to get my ass out of bed in the mirror and get my ass out of bed and if that helps you great I'm yeah like if, I'm here if you can subscribe here to, to the
1: tough love to yourself type talk well, then just hit Lauren up for some chats and uh, Absolutely. she'll tell you how it is. Uh, exactly. But no, you're not alone, obviously. it's This is like the most fucked up time. It's no secret. So um, and I think right now what's kind of looming is the after... Well, sorry, what, what, what's happening is like the after effects of shit and the looming potential of it going back because we already know how bad it can be. So it's like it's freaky deaky out there. and I mean, we're all just trying to be safe and do our best. So... Well, and I think you are killing it. I wouldn't even sell yourself this short at all. Like, you're doing great. I mean, you're enough You're doing said. great, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, you're doing <laughs> great, sweetie. And you are a cool mom, so go on with your bad Well, self. thanks.
2: Well, thank you. So, yeah, don't mind the fact that we just took this intro to, like, help pump me up. <laughs> yeah. Jess always my cheerleader Uh, but no sometimes you just need to hear it you need to hear it from yourself and you need to hear it from the people that you love and care about so it's great and I mean that's what we do on this podcast totally and that it's actually a really good segue into the ep because talk about some badass boss babe chicks we've got two. That if you are not familiar with them, get familiar with them. Because if you're not familiar with them, then you may not be familiar with their brand. And I don't know how you can't because it is a global brand.
1: Yeah, that's just a disservice to yourself.
2: (laughs) Yeah, really. So we are super excited to let you know that we're talking to Wendy and Kim, who are the founders and creators of... A very, very, very successful hairline. A little a little brand called Mix Chicks. Not sure if you've heard of it. It's kind of in like many, many drugstores, salons, everywhere. For years. They're like huge. Yeah, they've been around for almost 20 years. Um, I didn't know that until we talked to them. But yeah, these are two incredibly powerful Motivated, dedicated, real women. And we were lucky enough to chat with them and hear their stories about how mixed chicks came to be. So, just a quick recap if you aren't familiar with the brand, it is a line of hair products specifically designed for people with curly, wavy hair. Um, Any texture. Any texture, right. Uh, And, and, any background. So you may yeah. assume like the name Mixed Chicks means, oh, it's for a mixed chick. Basically, we're all mixed. And that was something that was really important to them to bring to this brand. And that was like yeah. a message behind why they created Mixed Chicks and what they were trying to do with this brand and with the products. Um, I personally use it. Jess, you use it. Uh, I know a number of friends that use it. The products are amazing, like no question. I never achieved like the right kind of curl until I started using their leave-in conditioner for wavy hair, which is what I have. Um, so anyway, I mean, really go out and get this products. If you're a curly haired girl or wavy haired girl, <laughs> you, you will not be disappointed. But yeah, like now knowing the backstory of the brand and who they are and what they went through growing up. Um, we get into talking about like racial issues and the trials and tribulations that they went through, but really it's a, it's a success story.
1: Yeah. And their success story was so interesting um, and really inspirational. And I really appreciated hearing that. Like it's not just hair products as we will learn to know. And of course, like Lauren said, they will describe it a lot better than us. Um, But I'm super happy to know how empowering it is for them and for everyone else that gets to use their products
2: yeah and it was really educational like talking to them and and learning about what it was like for them growing up but also what like the environment in as as mixed or biracial women still is so um hopefully some of our listeners you may be able to relate like totally with them uh if not hopefully it opens your eyes maybe it helps change some perceptions um or just like generally educates you but we absolutely love them we love the products they were so kind to send us their whole line so that was like amazing and we fought over some of them (laughs) yeah (laughs) so thank you so much wendy and kim Um, yeah thank you ladies so much and we can't recommend the products enough and no I think we need to just let them talk about it and tell their story. So we had a Zoom call with them because they are in sunny California, as everyone knows, our favorite place in the world, Um, which we were there also, (laughs) maybe not right now, but (laughs) (laughs) during normal times, yes. Um, So without further ado, welcome to the show, Wendy and Kim. Welcome, Wendy and Kim. Thank you so much for being here. We're so excited to chat with you. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us and
3: bringing us to all of our Canadian Yay. friends. Canada.
0: Hey. Okay?
2: <laughs> yes. You're joining us from sunny, lovely California where <laughs> Jess and I wish we were always. <laughs> we
1: both have palm tree tattoos on us. Yes. Uh, from uh, That we got uh, done in California. That's right. So. Stop it.
0: You guys really we went to a tattoo shop and got palm trees?
1: We did. We sure did. <laughs> we live in Toronto where we have winter for like nine months. We needed the oh, reminder wow. of where we went yeah. when it was sunny. I and love yes. it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to have you amazing ladies on the show because we're super intrigued by your story and the brand that you have created and why. So, uh, you are both the founders of Mixed Chicks Hair Products and Hairline. And we want to know why. Why did you like get everything? Started? Yeah. I mean, I'm a user. Us I'm a user in. of the product. I love it. I fell in love with it many years ago when it was given to me um, as a sample at a women's trade show. And um, yeah, so I tried it out and I was like, this is amazing. And was that in Toronto? Shout out to curl ambassadors. I was ambassadors. just gonna say that
3: would be Caroline.
2: That's right. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yes, it was curl yes. ambassadors. You are correct. So I mean, and then they supply to a uh, salon uh, near where I live, and so that's where I get my stuff. But you, ladies, sent us such an amazing, very full package of product that we cannot wait <laughs> to uh, get into, and I can maybe achieve somewhat I'm what you so glad on. it arrived
1: just I know you guys have like the most gorgeous hair
2: it did also Lauren um, yeah,
1: that's you have to share yes
2: I know I will I maybe will share yeah. maybe
1: <laughs> um but no seriously uh you guys have hair that like everyone wants and thank you
2: very much
1: I'm wondering if is that what like connected you guys or what <laughs>
2: yeah give us the rundown like we want to hear the backstory how did you two meet how did did it, like how did mixed chicks come to be?
0: Well for the record, Kim and I do not have tattoos. Tattoo list of one of few women who have no tat- tattoos. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. Wow. It, that's why we were like, what you got palm trees? Yeah. That's why it's more shocking <laughs> to
1: us. Um, you guys should come up to Toronto And then you right. can just get like a snowflake oh, good, Or the CN Tower
2: storm. <laughs> Oh yeah really cute You have to a have a special tequila for that <laughs> Yes <laughs> we They don't hurt the <laughs> Even though Jess was almost in tears the entire okay. time
1: Honestly I've, I have other tattoos Like really big ones but this little tiny One inch palm tree on me like brought, Almost brought me to tears I was begging the guy to stop He's like
2: it's been a well, minute We're, you're we're never going to get one <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Never <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. So please tell us. Tell yeah. us. I mean, if we like, what brought this on? We can go like all the way back, just being biracial, growing
0: up in the '70s, um, where there were yep. no products for you to embrace your curls. Um, you know, they had relaxers for anybody with textured hair. People were trying to get rid of them, um, not even just uh, for um, like convenience of styling, but also because to even keep your job, to be in a pageant. There were no natural looks, truly. You had to get rid of what was natural and beautiful. So um, there weren't any products for us, but we did learn how to mix and match products from the ethnic aisle, I'll put that in quotes, and the general aisle, (laughs) Um, and the ethnic aisle was very limited then and it was located in like a back corner somewhere in the drugstore. Um, so we'd mix and match things like-
1: So you'd like literally mix it? Yeah, we literally would buy- Like in your buy, hand?
0: Yes, you'd go buy like wet from Sebastian, you'd go buy like um, pink lotion from the Ethnic Isle, maybe some VO5 cream, maybe some t- TCBY curl activator, um, maybe some dippity-doo gel, and you would really have to mix these things in the perfect ratio oh, wow. to get them in there mm-hmm. for your curl to not be crunchy. Um, or to not just be frizz out so big um within an hour that uh you know it would not up (laughs) and be unmanageable so you guys were like chemists before anything yeah (laughs) exactly and we really did before you became real chemists from all of that childhood mixing and matching to finally come up with like a a proper potion and um when we did meet in 2003 we would laugh because um my, and other things too like Kim has a white mother and a black father and I have a black mother and a white father so um when you look at like school pictures and things like that it's kind of funny because a black mother understands textured hair she knows how to control it mm. and, and, and a white mom might not know or even think it's as important Right. So, um, you know, it's just those kinds of differences being raised um, made us make us at a when we sit and talk or at a dinner table, we can have some really funny conversations about race (laughs) and hair. But it was just all of those kinds of challenges, us meeting and talking about them and um, sharing notes about how we did learn to control and love our curls. Um, And finally, in 2003, uh, Kim um, really thought it would be a great idea for us to go ahead and start a company um, because she thought so many other people needed it. Um, And she proved that to me by saying, let's go ahead and take a walk in the mall and see how many people ask us what we use in your hair. You don't understand, she'd say, Wendy, people really, really this so we walked um in the mall and we couldn't make it not six stores Without three people coming up and asking, "What do you use in your hair?" Whether it was for their child or for themselves, um, so wow. um, that really motivated us to get into a lab and go ahead and to get something started, particularly on um, the leave-in conditioner, which was our first product. I just ran on and ran on with that, and probably left some things out that Kim might no. be able to elaborate on. Or-
2: well, I had just wanted to ask when you got stopped. Was it because you were using your own created product, or was this still using a concoction that? of existing products because your curls look so good by this time it was a concoction but we
0: were we, by this time instead of mixing the exact potion in your hand i we were mixing like in in larger bottles right that, so that uh. you didn't have to travel with eight products you could just travel yeah. with your master mix
2: and You're it was also easier
0: too when a friend would ask like what do you put in your hair are you not gonna take out a notepad and a pen You'd kind of, because yes. there were so many things, and then you'd have to tell them what ratio. So you could just kind of mix it and be like, oh, this is kind of my mix, you know, try it. And people are like, oh my gosh, that's
3: amazing. What we actually did was just pay attention to what was normal to us. So even though we couldn't get past six stores, that probably happened all the time. It was so normal, we didn't recognize it until we decided to pay attention to it. So that that's really what it was. Right. It was, I mean, right. you know, some of us struggled more than others, you know, because you could mix some of the same things every other day and have a different outcome, right? You're like uh, Rosanna Dana one day, and then you're like tiny, tiny mini Ripperton and then Shaka Khan the next day, right? So it was like a lot of different looks, but it was a problem that we had for so long that when we decided to kind of look at that issue. And and looking at that issue was just a conversation of, hey, what do you put in your hair? You have a pen and paper. And it was funny, but it wasn't funny because that was normal. And then if you ask someone else that looked like you, same story. So then it was like, oh, wait a minute. you know, Let's go somewhere and let's see how many people ask you what you put in your hair. And when it was like every day, so many people, it was just kind of like, I bet this has happened our whole life. <laughs> we just don't think about it.
2: Yeah. So there was obviously a major need. You guys saw the gap. Yeah. You saw the need in the market and smartly chose to capitalize on that or at least attempt to. And in this case, it worked out. But so did you both feel like the pressure to not embrace your curls growing up then? Like that was something you tried. Did you try to avoid it or like you tried to use the products that were not for curly Uh, hair? I don't
3: know about not embracing it. I think it was easier to not embrace them because it was easier to, you know, if you blew your hair straight put it in a ponytail or keep it straight each day that was easier for me you know rather than you know having to buy 10 products where my dad used to scream at me all the time that I took too long in the bathroom you're taking too long too long too long it's time to go you know and it was like well I'm not ready so you know it was easier if I got my hair done straight yeah. then you know I wasn't taking up too much of his time to get out of the house in the morning
2: or if we because it lasts it, a little bit longer, longer when it's straight, right? Yeah. But yeah.
3: I l- lived in California. Sunshine state. We swam all of the time. We're yeah. <laughs> outside. So, you know, it wasn't like I could blow dry my hair all of the time. So, I was in a slick back chade hairstyle all that the time. That must
0: take an hour. Right. And I, and I was, um, lived, grew up in New Jersey, and it was humid, you know, um, so blowing my hair out was not, like, it wasn't as easy because it would curl up so quickly. And I was also an athlete, so having to, you know, all, all the sweating, it would just curl up. So I had to learn how to embrace my curls, although, like, I'm not proud to say it, but I wasn't a pageant. <laughs> in like 1987 or 1988, and um, I was discouraged from wearing my hair curly. They actually told me, like, uh uh, uh uh. Even oh, wow. at the practices, whatever you know, the rehearsals, they wanted me with full makeup and hair blown out, and they felt like my opportunity to win would be cut in half had I tried to wear my hair natural. And I listened.
2: Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? I feel like wow. most people would in that situation. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, totally. I won. Did you win?
0: I won. Of course you did. Say, Look at you. <laughs> Amazing.
2: Yeah. But I yeah. mean, that's, you know, I think that still happens. I, I know that that still happens. There's still that pressure. And um, part of like why we want to talk to so many different amazing women is to take away some stigmas and misconceptions around the things that they either experienced grew up with surround them still or used to surround them and we like this is we love this this is what we want to talk about except i think 2019
3: was it 18 or 19
2: miss america miss usa
3: miss teen they all had natural hair all three Absolutely. And that was beautiful to watch. That that was was beautiful to watch. That was you
0: really realize that that there is real change.
1: Yes. That must have been really monumental for you guys to see. We were like, yes. It was. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) So the best part about all this is you guys um, probably were the best people to kind of come forward and start uh, this like gap in the market since you guys had already been creating potions for so long um, did you find that it was something that you were able to go in there and I guess you talked to I do not probably not real chemists I don't know who you would speak to like the the people who mix it but did you find you were able to go in there and just be like we need this we need this we need this or how did that well, process I'm work say
3: we weren't the best and and the only reason why I say that is because if I don't have to brush my hair I'm not br- I don't brush my hair I mean if you came <laughs> to our office during the week You wouldn't even know who Wendy and I were. We like it like that, right? Like (laughs) ponytail, we are tore up from the floor up, right? We're like, whatever. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, it wasn't like, I mean, I can say growing up, yeah, we both were the type. Yeah, we used to be in shape and all that. Not now. But, you know, we're not that vain individual. Looking pretty good to me, ladies, from this end. end I gotta yeah. say. That, you know, had to be perfect. That's not either one of us. Right. I, I don't think Wendy's I feel like, like that, that comes either. with age, we're, too, but though. But we're not that type, you know, like have to look perfect all of the time. So it wouldn't be like, oh, these are the two most me perfect neither. girls to do a hair product we didn't care about you know the way our hair looked but we did care about making a solution right for our needs and why was mm. it so difficult so i think we both like a challenge why why is this happening oh let's figure it out so that's why we were perfect for that and we were also perfect because we are our product no one had to explain to us what our challenges were you know what it took to make a product to be satisfied. We were that, you know, we were the product. So we are the best for that because it came from a personal need. Uh, We made a solution not just for us, but for friends, family, and for people in in the world, right? But you know, it was authentic, it was real. It wasn't, oh, I wanna start a company and make a whole bunch of money you know, on curly hair or off of people or because that was an idea somebody else had. It really was a genuine, you know, isn't that crazy that there's nothing for us? We should do something yeah. about that.
2: Yeah, it and is And that's crazy. what we it's did. Insane. And it's crazy that it took this long too. That, I mean, I, I think it's great that you two are the ones that got it started. But I mean, you said you started this in 2017 like that? No, a- three. Oh, no. two thousand and three. No, 2004. Sorry,
0: three. three yeah, yeah, three. Three is when we started development, and I know you asked about when we did go in to work with a chemist. How were we able to direct them? And fortunately, in two thousand and three, Google existed, and we had a library at our fingertips. So, it, had it been, you right. know, just five years prior. Wow, how much time it would have taken for us to learn the function of every ingredient. Being able to have it at your fingertip, Kim and I were able to educate ourselves. And because we were so used to mixing and matching um, existing products... Like, when we would know if the ratio was off and your hair was crunchy. So you'd think, which one made it crunchy? And you can look on the back of the ingredients and be like, oh, this one has way more of this. Then you go to Google, you look it up, and then you see what its function is. And you're like, ow, you know what? I don't even really need that in there. So... It was a process, but fortunately, because of technology (laughs) um, and um, the advancement of that, we were able to, I always say, um, use proper jargon with the chemist to tell them which ingredients to increase and to lower. Um, Because what we did, we went in originally with a mix that we wanted and a complete ingredient deck. We wouldn't know what ratio to put them in, only the lab could really do that. And then once they give you your first sample, that's when you go and give notes about what ingredient needs to be more increased, what one needs to get be less. And then maybe you just say, why does my hair feel like my hands are getting stuck? You don't really know that, but the chemist can help you on that. And then you just do little slight tweaks until you have it exactly like you want, yeah. and then
1: there is your formula. So... That's kind wow. of how we figured that. You out. You guys must have been testing a lot, or was it like really long to get to that point? Or our first did product it was happened kind of quick. Uh, you know,
0: th- we worked with a great chemist at the time, and so I'd say I think it was six months. Oh. I think it was in six months was, and probably it, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, we got it. Right. We had it right. But that's amazing for the leave-in condition for our original product. I can't say that every product after that happened as easily.
3: No. Um, well, we knew what we wanted and what we didn't have, so. That that was great. I mean, it did happen fast, but we knew what we needed.
0: We really did. Yeah. And, and, and we knew we did. because we were used to, sh- like, kind of... Kim and I were kind of both the gurus in our groups. We came from two different groups
3: of friends. And we were the go-to for hair all of our lives. So, uh, you know, it's, it's yeah. harder today making products. Sorry to cut you off, Wendy. Because today... You know there are so many different products to choose from but so many of the same it's confusing so you have to think what does someone need that they don't have so you just see so many of the same products so it's very hard to stay innovative because you kind of say where can you go now what else can you make
0: especially when we made when we made the only product that you need The leave-in conditioner. We already made it. That's all that you would need. So everything else is just, okay, you like that? Okay, you like to add that to that? (laughs) We try to listen to our consumer. And because, you know, it's like people enjoy cocktailing. They enjoy mixing and matching and trying new things. So, you know, we just like to at least have some other things for them to choose from, even though we know they only need one thing.
3: (laughs) And our, our life was about you don't need to cocktail. You don't need to do all of that.
2: Here's your, like, liquid gold. It's right here in this bottle.
1: Yeah, you guys made the cocktail for everybody in, in one single item. One product. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: I mean, I've gone through so many products because I also just didn't really understand Millions. how to manage curly hair. <laughs> I was the same. I straightened it, blow dried it, straightened it for years and years and years and years always because I the, the odd time I would get that, like, perfect curl and it was soft and it was nice but I went through many a year of the crunchy like ramen noodle type hair because I didn't know what to do. You know what? We had a lot of ugly
1: things in high school. That is the worst one that we had.
2: Yeah, like it was like if I bit it, it would maybe break off. I'm like, I didn't try that. So I don't yeah. know for sure. But Ew, if you bit it, you'd be like poisoned. Yeah, from also the that. Hairspray. And if I probably go up in flames, if anybody brought heat yeah. near me. But I mean, that's what I did, because that's all I knew how to do. And that's kind of what you saw, too. Um, I'm not biracial. So m- my hair texture is. I, it's fine but mm-hmm. it's got I have a lot of hair um and and it's way my family yeah like my family doesn't my mom didn't so she didn't know really how to help me manage curls so I also went first phase of hair was just a frizz ball like just all bad like nothing good about it it was just ugly and then I went through the crunchy stage and then I just stopped and I just straightened it and very rarely would I let it go natural and I certainly wouldn't let it be seen if I was you know going (laughs) anywhere important and then I'm sad to say but just very recently I started putting leave-in conditioner and trying to style with that and that has worked the best and then Like I I got the Mixed Chicks product. So it was the leave-in conditioner and the gel that I got. And I used them both um, because the gel kind of helped keep it. And I didn't get any of the frizziness. So I I very, in the past few years, just realized that you really do need a leave-in conditioner. It's the moisture that you need in the hair, the hydration. And it took me this many years to figure that out. (laughs) So I needed somebody to help me. It's okay. Yeah.
3: It's all right.
2: Um, <laughs> yes, time. I'm glad you could too, um, because now I love wearing my hair curly, and I do get tons of compliments. And it is nice to be able to just leave it, because straightening it is a process too, and like it's not good for your hair either. My well, hair's dead.
3: Let's not leave Jess out here. Swing yes, let's to the not back, leave Jess. Jess out. Let me see. My that, hair
1: yeah. is oh, my hair is, is so the long. weirdest hair in the entire world. So I do when I get out of the shower it's big and has beautiful big waves and even if like even for a while it's like that but then if I slept on that when I wake up it goes like almost bone straight because it's really long so it like weighs down my hair is so thick so I can't keep my texture for very long um unless I do put something in it but my hair has a mind of its own if I brush it it'll go out like crazy like I it, I literally just shower and leave it and and it does what it does some days it's curly some days it's straight well we've got
3: no something control. for you too <laughs> that's the point.
2: Yeah. Yes. Whether
3: you're black, white, Asian, Latin, Mediterranean, or any glorious combination, yeah, we have
1: something for you. Yeah, red red hair has a mind of its own. So I, please help me. You need to make a red headline too. And but I can't help you with it. I have no idea what the answer
2: is. Um, but I wanted to also like take us back a little bit too and get to know like. Your background, your story, uh, like, where did this all start from? I know that you guys met, but prior to that, so... Yeah, you uh, guys
1: met in California, uh, but you were in New Jersey, Wendy and Kim... Uh, you were not, where were you, did you say you were from? I was in California.
3: Yeah, she uh, was always oh in California. Oh, you were always in California. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: So, Wendy, you moved on down to sunny California? Yeah, I was, um, I was living in um, Jersey and New York, between
0: Jersey and New York, um, with my husband at the time. <laughs> and uh, I was working for a branch of Virgin Records. Um, it was called Chiba Sound, and cool. we managed D'Angelo.
2: Oh, remember? I remember him. <laughs> that the, one uh, video. Late 90s and his oh yes.
0: Abs. Oh mm-hmm. yes. Yeah.
2: I don't remember. How does it feel? Does it feel?
0: And he was yeah, just looking yeah. down.
2: He's just at naked the, the entire music video, <laughs> yeah. and it it cuts off like <laughs> right just there, right there. there. And he's a oh my God, beautiful, you are like this. beautiful piece of art. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You're like come Brother on, can't camera, see, just we're drop it. are getting a, ma- a magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, as a like younger, like high school, when for me when that came out, we were all just like, come on, camera, a little lower. <laughs> but yeah, he was. Oh God, yeah, I remember him. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So anyway, my marriage wasn't all that. No, my marriage wasn't going so well, (laughs) and um, um, my boss at the time was interested in closing the New York office and opening an L.A. office, so um, I spoke with my husband, and we both agreed I should probably go ahead and make that move, and we would separate through the mail, and that's just what we did. I left, um, and and, um, when I sat at my new desk in California, uh, next to me was Alicia. Kim's sister, so she was lovely. She was gracious. She really showed me California. She um, any kind of family event, she always took me because I didn't have any family here at all. So, um, at you know, Kim, Kim is like kind of the matriarch of her family. So a lot of events were at her home, and um, I just feel like it was a barbecue there, and we were just talking, talking about hair and what we used and. Um, things like that and that's really how you know how the the company started um, but I, I do have to say that um, you know I could have stayed where I was and j- just because maybe it was comfortable you know um, I was just used to it it was a long time relationship and um, and it was financially comfortable um, but I would be miserable had I stayed. So the smartest thing I could have done was, you know, really listen to my heart and seek out, you know, truth and happiness instead of uh, comfort. So I always recommend to women, like, just you have to follow your dreams and not somebody else's, you know, at that all costs. That's a
2: super important message. And I, I love how you chose your passion over comfortability because I think a lot of women don't. Yeah. Um, it's I'm sure it was terrifying to pack up and leave uh something that you knew so well and like mm-hmm. that safety and the comfort and the familiarity to go into the unknown essentially um but yeah somewhere new we need more women to talk about that and kind of let other women know that it's okay like you can make a change you can go and you'll you'll be okay and hopefully you're surrounded by a great support network and it sounds like you did have that or at least found it um, but I, thanks for sharing that with us because I, I think our listeners will really appreciate hearing that.
1: And I'm sure a lot of them would be able to relate or mm-hmm. want to be able to relate, you know, to to have the courage to make moves like that sometimes. I know, um, like, from my personal experience, it can be hard. So good for you. <laughs> and something amazing has come from it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was probably 30, 31 at the time, you know, and it's kind of those are kind of pivotal, pivotal I guess everything's pivotal, yeah. but that's kind of like a pivotal time in your it life. It really is. And I was yeah. fortunate. I was fortunate to have the Etheridge family as a support system. And also um, my friend, Brad Kaya, who is now my husband, he was part of that support system when I came here. And he is also part of Mixed Chicks. Lucky for him.
2: oh <laughs> Yeah. It sounds like it was all meant to be, though. Like, the universe had a well, plan for you. and change and scary. And, but,
3: and, that, and that, that's the yeah. reality that... You, you know, there's going to be something that's frightening in your life, but you can't run from it. And making that change brings on happiness eventually. Do you know what I mean? You yep. get rid of the
2: totally. sadness. Definitely. And that's Yeah. Just... When
1: you live that truth that needs to happen, sometimes it gets uglier before it gets better. But usually if you're following your heart, it will get
3: better. Yeah. Well, following your heart to be happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Following your exactly. heart to be happy. Yeah. Um,
0: yes. Yes. And if you want some, if you, if you would like a loyal man, you go find one. Don't stick around thinking the one you got's going to change. Or the one that you have is the
1: one you need to stick with. Right. That's, no.
3: There you go. (laughs) Get rid of
1: that guy if he's not serving you. So, Wendy, you said your husband, Brad, is part of Mixed Chicks. Does he have... Beautiful hair like you guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he, he has learned his curls, I have to tell you. He has learned them over the years. He's also biracial, raised by a white mother. So it took him a very long time to figure out Uh, what products to use to get that coil right and I have to say when I met him he was afraid of clippers he was like a guy who never ever was like (laughs) shaped up or anything (laughs) and now he actually (laughs) takes pride in his hair um sometimes uh enough that uh I we I kind of giggle (laughs) me and my (laughs) daughter Uh, because especially when he's giving me advice on what products to use I'm like I'm really happy you're in it honey but uh you're yeah. like I, yeah. I, I made though. it
2: so I'm okay. good thanks <laughs> I did actually create the product that you're using
1: yeah, yeah. so he uses oh. the full line then too he does
0: he does he fa- he's that learned totally that is. uh the 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 kink and coil styling cream mixed with the curl sculptor on set day two and three are best and the third day is the best for him <laughs>
2: Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I need like an instruction manual <laughs> on all the products and when to use it and how, and when do I use the diffuser and what day do I use this? Like, does that exist? Do you have that on the website? <laughs> it's it's really, truly
0: different for each person. You have to figure out what style you like best, um, what products you like the feel of best, what you like the smell of best. I mean, we could sit there and give you an exact guide. And I know a lot of people want that. But I think it's best for you to we just, um, you know, use a guideline, but but you have to play. You have to play with everything to figure what's best for you. And I mean, if you looked at our lookbook, we have a digital one you can find. I mean, we can email or you can go to our website. They do give you uh, um, directions on how to use the products, but there is always more than one use, and we can't fit every use on the bottle. Of course. Yeah. Yes. yeah. For sure. I,
2: I'm excited to experiment with um, the additional products that I have now. So, I mean, I will report back. But I just wanted to go back to Kim. Kim, you mentioned that this brand and this company was born out of authenticity because of like a genuine need that was out there. And I love that. I mean, we're in a world right now where... Sadly, authenticity is lacking in a lot of spaces and um, for products, brands, people, anything that creates something out of like realness and authenticity and from from truly wanting to help other people, I mean, that's second to none. So, I mean, we love that. Like that's what we're about on our show. Authenticity is something we talk about a lot with our guests um, because everybody's kind of been in a position where they didn't feel authentic themselves or they were in a a situation or a circumstance that wasn't authentic and wasn't like really truly good for them, whether it was business, relationship and or whatever it may have been. But, um, you know, do, do you get a lot of response from your consumers about like, like, do they talk to you about what the hair products have done outside of just giving them good hair, like confidence and being able to accept themselves and just love themselves more. So
3: we're a brand that um, is very, we're very relatable to our consumer. And we've always made ourselves accessible. Maybe sometimes too much, but we are accessible to our consumer. And I think really we wouldn't want it any other way, you know, because we know the challenges that we've had Mm -hmm. in our life, not with just our hair, but struggling growing up, owning and understanding who we are and not having to define who we were. So we know that a lot of our base look just like us, have backgrounds like us, um, come, but come from different worlds where they may have just been the only one, uh, where they felt um, outside, like an outsider, Um, Or they had to wear their hair straight for their career. Or because a parent didn't want them to wear their hair curly. You know what I mean? Like, Or or didn't know how to do their hair. So we're very Mm -hmm. connected with our consumer. We we really feel that we have a strong partnership. And that's why we do have a very strong core base. We know who they are. Um, It's just... You know, as a brand, you want to grow. And we have been growing. We've been growing in different areas. We've been trending with um, more women who have a a wavier texture hair. And we have been trending with women who have a coily texture hair. They just did not think that they could possibly use the product. Thinking, mixed chick, well, I'm not mixed. And as we explain, well, Mm -hmm. you are because your hair is of different textures. And our brand is where the worlds come together, not divide. So we've always been there for- Love that. uh, You know, many different consumers. We know who our core consumer is. But now, you know, more and more consumers of, like I said, wavier hair, coilier hair, are now realizing, you know what, that is for me. I can use that product. Mm -hmm. So it, we still remain authentic in that way with them because we did try to make a product for blended textures. That was our goal, that's what we set out to do and that didn't mean you had to be a specific race. So we're never trying to trend to one side more than the other, we were always here in the middle and that meant everyone was, we were inclusive from the beginning and we continue to be.
1: I think that's really good to know because I think, uh, like you said, some people might have been, um, you know, thinking, oh, I don't have mixed hair, so maybe it won't work for me. Um, Obviously, different like black hair and white hair need Mm -hmm. different things. So it's good to know that everyone can use it. It's not uh, like too much of one thing that would affect hair differently for whatever, which either one. Um, So that's amazing. And that just means that everyone with wave and curl can – have great totally. hair too right I mean
3: mix what is a mix yeah. a mix is a blend of of many right it's different you know different uh backgrounds brought together into a mix right like there's this definition it never said just this
2: right well, we all really are a mix. Like, yes, I, I i guess my background, if someone asks me, yes, I'm English and Irish, but mm-hmm. that's a mixture right there. Of course it is. Um, and what comes with that down the line? Yeah. I mean, I'm the only one with like a tighter curl in my immediate family but I mean I don't I don't know where it all came from or why I ended up with the hair I ended up so we are all mixed yeah we're all in some blend. Way. and
3: everyone yeah. now taking a 23 and me test or finding out how mixed they really are right yeah <laughs> you know what else is totally. also fun to
0: hear from <laughs> some of our customers who are like you know 60 and over or 55 and over um who had who don't even remember their natural texture because they had relaxed their hair since they were a child, their mother did. So they continued to. And now with the natural movement, a lot of women have decided to let me try it. Let me just go ahead and wash and go and see what happens. And when these women find out that they have beautiful textures, the excitement, about being able to go natural and have beautiful hair. And they always thought it was ugly. That's why it had to be relaxed. And they can't believe that they're 60 or 70 years old and they're just learning what their natural hair looks like. It floors them and they are so excited that it gives me chills a little bit talking about it just because the excitement that they share with us about embracing something that's just natural and they just never knew. Yep. Well I
2: can't imagine anything being more freeing right like you have conformed your entire life almost and then finally you don't need to anymore you choose not to anymore you realize like you don't have to and you discover like a whole new version of yourself Uh, like Mm -hmm. the image for one like the outside version but then how it must make them feel inside, and like seeing so many more of themselves represented, like in on different platforms and uh, like media channels and things. You know, I, I I feel like that would just be so freeing, empowering, well, and
1: relieving too, and empowering because exactly. well, empowering but relieving because imagine if you were able to put in less time because your natural what you had naturally was more beautiful like that is the best case scenario to right. not have to spend so long doing Time your hair <laughs> yeah.
0: it is but it's it's also very it's also very sad mm-hmm. that for so many years for society sure. told them something different that's sad I, yeah. i'm so happy that that's changing but wow can you imagine growing up and the world telling you that that like your natural way was unattractive like what can that do to you as a person what does yep. that then do to well, your yeah. children, you know? Yeah, was, that's yeah for sure down. it's passed down. It's passed yep.
3: down, you know, which is unfortunate. But, yeah. you know, I always say we, we
2: women, we certainly rule, do. Uh, for sure. Right?
3: We're in so many yeah. positions of power. We are in positions where we're, we're finally being acknowledged. We're finally getting that, you know, um, um, upgrade, right? We're getting that promotion. We're, taking it by storm. So we are now in positions where, hey, I don't care about what you said about me before. This is me. So we're owning who we are. So when you see that, like you said, in so many different positions in life, starting at the corporate level, it is freeing. And that's why you have more and more women, you know, just really screaming from the rooftops now, like this is me. This is who I am.
2: Well, and it's, so important too because now like you said more and more women are doing it because they're seeing more and more women doing it and they're saying well if she can do it I can do it and like I stand with her we as women we should be standing together always and supporting one another there's never any reason to be breaking each other down but yeah I mean that's the whole point and that's part of why we wanted to do this show is that like women let's continue to come together more and more and let's embrace each other's differences and you uniqueness and everybody deserves space and everybody deserves to be represented and it's again it's interesting that like a hair product which for most people is kind of like uh you know you'd call it a grudge purchase like it's just something that you buy just like you buy toothpaste or deodorant or tampons uh as a woman but your products are allowing women to take ownership of themselves And it it isn't, like, it isn't small. It isn't insignificant. It's huge that a hair product can let somebody really be who they want to be and feel more empowered and more confident and kind of be able to go out there and and grab what they want and make the changes that they want to change. So, like, I I just commend you both for that so much. Well, you know, our um, hair product purchases are no longer just a simple purchase
3: anymore. Like... this is like a how many billion dollar industry (laughs) calculated you know that our category has generated and so um, it it is a serious a very serious um, category that you have large corporations now really you know jumping in because they see how serious it is for our consumer You know, we've all made solutions. You know, when we began, there were maybe about five or six other brands. We were all very diverse, very different. But, you know, as the years have gone on, you know, everyone's been making a solution or making new products, but they see how much money is into this category and this consumer, you know, she she wants what she wants, right? She may not know what that is because she keeps trying everybody all the time, okay? But, you know, and <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of the same thing, but she keeps bouncing back and forth, right? So maybe if it's, you know, less expensive over here this week or, you know, whatever she's getting, you know, this week, that's what she's going for. But, you know, it it is, you know, they thought it was a fad, but it's not. It's here to stay, and it's going to keep on going and trending. And like I said, it's it's hard to be authentic when not authentic, innovative in creating products when you know you kind of everything's kind of out there. We 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 specialize in shampoos and conditioners and styling. So I don't I don't know what's really next after that. We we're working on that, but I think going back to what you said about our brand, uh, why we're still here and why I think we will always continue to grow with our authenticity, is because we are that brand that gives that space for our consumer to express themselves. And the expression is just not from the hair, it is from the inside. And it's from the inside of the struggles they've had growing up, like I said, being multicultural, you know, growing up, Maybe in Middle America here, where they've been the only one that they have looked like. Maybe growing up overseas and then coming here and having to learn, you know, this language, you know, the American. Even though everyone learns English, but you know, it could have been a struggle. So I think that's the beauty of our product. You know, our consumers diverse. Um, our consumer has so much life experience. And we've given them a platform to share that, to accept them, and just to allow them to be who they are. It's amazing.
2: (laughs) Beautiful. I mean, it's such a beautiful and empowering story. But I do have to ask, did you, through the process of developing Mixed Chicks, did you, what were the struggles though? Like, did you face uh, a lot of adversity? Did you face criticism? I mean, I feel like any brand or business um, idea Mm -hmm. does, of course, but... Being Start mixed chicks, did you experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, when we first came onto the scene, there every once in a while we would have a bit of an issue, um, just because, well, it's more than one thing mixed chicks, right? Often white people will look at that and think automatically ethnic, not for me, right? But you're not offended by it. A lot of black women will look at it and say mixed chicks, not for me. And some are offended because of the history of um, just, uh, I, I don't even know where to start, but if you look at American it, like, um, history. We were always, in, in American history, they look at it if you have one um, grandparent, one or, or actually one great grandparent that was black, that's one eighth, which makes you an octoroon, right? One out of eight is black. An octoroon makes you black, right? There you go. That goes for voting and everything else. You are black. So today, for somebody who's four-eighths to separate themselves from black and call themselves mixed can be offensive because you're trying to say that you're either better or different. We weren't saying that, but because of American history, some women and men took it that way. So um, if you stopped at our booth or stopped for a second or even read the bottle, you would know that that is not at all how we feel, that is not our intention. Um, But at the same time, it got people talking. It got people talking. Kim and I are sick of having to check one box. Um, You know, growing up, you're filling out things for school, anything else, you could not check Caucasian and and black or African-American, you can't, you pick one, pick one. And that's very unfair to do to a child who's looking at a white parent and a black parent. Do I, who do I pick? I'm going to hurt somebody here. You know, and neither of them really defines me completely. So um, when we called it mixed chicks, we were saying a lot. We were talking about what we didn't like in our childhood. We were talking about the English and German Scottish girl, too, because you're mixed. We were talking about the Octoroon. We were talking about the the person who just learned in 23andMe that they are 0.1% black. Whatever it is mixed to us was all inclusive. It was not at all to separate us. And as you can see, since then, every product, even the ethnic uh, aisle in the U.S. is now called the multicultural aisle. They're switching it to natural now, but at least we got people talking and everybody realizes that
3: they're mixed. And that's an inclusive statement. And And their marketing shows it now. Imagine, Wendy and I were the marketing so we were the marketing for our yes. company and everyone else was either here or there but take a look around and now at everyone's marketing.
0: <laughs> and the other challenge oh, yeah. and the other challenge was we came into this industry without a background in it and we wanted to be mixed chicks. We thought we could put our products on the shelf and it would be available to black people and white people. No problem. We didn't realize that we would not have um, access to the general aisle. We were automatically pigeonholed as ethnic, and that was the only thing that they gave us access to, the ethnic space only. And it that right there was an, is an obstacle, it still is. Um, there are a few brands who are Cross, crossing no. that aisle, but that usually doesn't happen until you sell 51% of your company to a conglomerate and you are no longer black-owned. Then you get access once you get a partner who isn't right. black or isn't a, an individual. So we still do not get to be in the front in front of our audience. There are so many white women who we will send to Target, and they say, I looked for it, and I couldn't find it. And then when you tell them you have to go to the ethnic aisle, they're like, the what? They have no idea that there is a separate aisle for black hair. So there are obstacles, for sure, wow.
3: with the name. That
2: is incredibly eye we started,
3: I think we were very... We did everything ourselves in all of our distribution, and we were very, very... um Direct we this is who we are. This is what we represent and that meant everyone Um, When opportunities did come, you know, we thought people understood right or that there would be possibilities and Opportunities for us. It just didn't happen So, you know, we really needed to move quicker to find other avenues and we're finding more of those avenues now now what a time that people are now getting it and then, you know, but, but it's funny, they're getting it, but we're not the ones getting it, right? We're not getting the chance. Um, so, you know, we, we, we probably did ourselves a disservice for a very long time by just, you know, being excited, you know, to, to, to be able to be found in stores. Um, you know, we, like I tell anybody, it's, it's just a lot of work. And I mean, we could have put in more time, but it's a lot of time. You know what I mean? It just depends on where you want to go. Um, There's probably some regrets, but you know what? We're happy that we know who we are, we know who we serve, and we'll find those opportunities. You know, better late than never. That's really the bottom line. Um, But I, I wish, you know, I wish we would have had more opportunity when we pitched ourselves that way to people that they really understood us and really cared to represent us that way you know where now it's what we've been talking about is kind of where everyone's trending and and you know it's great that we started it um it just you know would have been great if we just could have gotten that momentum back then but you know we're really happy with the outcome that people are understanding hair is hair it's about texture right mm-hmm. and you know let's just let's just make this aisle by texture that's where we're supposed
2: to be trending to we'll see (laughs) absolutely and that is the direction we need to be going for sure hair shouldn't be you shouldn't be defined by your hair texture and i I mean i'm almost speechless with this like this last few um minutes of conversation because it is so incredibly educational Mm -hmm. because i I mean Obviously, I'm a white woman. These are just not things that I had to think about that I had to experience. And, you know, it's just, it just wasn't part of my life. So I can't relate. And I'm grateful to be able to speak with yourselves and understand and and learn that, like, again, it goes back to so much more than just a hair product. I mean, like, there's so many societal constraints with so many different things, even down to what we put on top of our head or in yeah. our hair. Like, it is just absolutely mind-boggling. And it's still like that in 2020. Yeah. Well, like you, you like, said about I mean, texture,
3: we shouldn't be defined by the color of our skin. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. So texture, yes. you know, you can be any color and share a hair texture, right? And that's... You, right. You just got to look that way. And that's where they haven't been looking. And, and we're just... Open and praying we're finally going to start moving in that direction.
0: And we have yes. shirts that just say, are you tired of defining your race instead of your curls? It's really our tagline. Right? Because it's Love really that. about, like, you're, you're sitting there and you have to, like, it's, it's about your curls. Why do I have to sit here and explain what yeah, race who I Who are you?
3: Am? What are you? Yeah.
0: I, I just need the product for yeah. my curls.
2: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, what does it, it matter? It definitely not I'm matter trying. at
1: all. No, that's amazing. Thank yeah. you for sharing that with us. And, and like Lauren said, like really enlightening, enlightening us on it, because um, it's just something that we didn't really know about or ever really experienced. So um, every bit of that is is learning for us. And we love that and appreciate it. Of course,
3: it. but that's what that's what it's about, though, because how could we ever know about something that we don't um have to experience right right if if we don't if we don't have that firsthand experience we have to ask and it's about sharing right Mm -hmm. it's sharing so that you can understand and that's what we need to do more as women as humans sharing our experiences so someone can't just say well i don't get that well let me help you get it let me help you understand yeah and that's what it's about
2: yeah i think the day of ignorance is over, in my opinion. Well, not opinion. in America, um, there's honey. No, there's just no... I know. That's the thing.
1: We're living in such different places.
3: You're in Canada. Don't you understand? I mean... Everyone's been trying to get to Canada. We can't even get in there, okay? We can't yeah. even come there anymore.
2: You, oh, yeah. we want you to come here. No. The day of ignorance... The day of ignorance yeah, is but, not
0: over. You can still be present. No. No.
2: No. God yeah. and be ignorant
3: so hopefully in november <laughs> ignorance will be gone but but the reality is ignorance ignorance will never go away until people become more educated
2: and more accepting and more yeah. inclusive accepting and okay and it starts at home absolutely and we we've preached yeah. about that on the show too that and in, in so many different Avenues, not obviously just from a racial standpoint, but like a sexuality standpoint and understand mental health standpoint. Yeah. Again, this is part of our mission with this show is to break down stigmas and misconceptions and bring more information really normalize and normalize what is considered abnormal that shouldn't be. And for women, for women especially, unbelievably, <laughs> like the things that are
1: considered you know s- anyways it's just insane we we go over this in every single episode <laughs> we're like how the fuck can people like feel this way or whatever we just want everyone to feel happy and just inclusive just live your best and- life
2: like we have yeah. your authentic self be your authentic self live your best life um and so yeah. i i feel now like i definitely want to correct my statement of saying the age of ignorance is over or the day of ignorance is over it is not <laughs> the it excuse <laughs> of having being ignorant should be yeah. over in my opinion because yes. i mean you just can't be anymore there is so many resources so much information out there and i think it just comes down to also just ask the question like i think a lot of people yeah. are afraid to ask because they may come yeah. off as offensive ignorant um rude. And we, you know, we want to we want to ask the questions and we want people to tell us because we know we don't know it yeah. all. And we want to know we want to. How can we, we be part of the change that needs to happen? Yeah, totally. Well,
1: it really broke my heart when you said that you had to pick one of the boxes uh, and you're looking at your parents and like, oh, my God, that's what's really sad. And confusing for a child. Did you, did you child. pick both?
3: No, you had a teacher that told you No, you're only one. And they showed you which one you were.
1: What they would say?
3: And they'd fix it. Yeah, that's just really it. And what did they make you change it to? Black. And I was like, but I'm both. But yes, but unfortunately in society you're not. And of course, I learned that at home. Let me tell you how society sees you. But let me tell you who you are inside. You are of both of us. But on the outside this is who you are and they may view you like this they may view you like that no matter how they view you you do you and that was it however on those uh uh census you know cards you were black end of story so only until what i think we just recently had a census right and then maybe was it maybe three four years ago our first census that said other, which usually other means um, other non-Hispanic or Pacific Islander. Mm-hmm. But now it's other um, and you could explain. Mixed race, everything like that. So even on my kids, I just I just do it to mess with them, right, <laughs> on my kids. I just mark all of them. And then on the other, I wrote every single why thing the that they are. I don't
2: understand why, why it couldn't just say... <laughs> biracial like why can't that be a box why couldn't that be a box why did everybody have to be literally put in a box
3: just black and biracial means what i mean different backgrounds like they want specifics here right yeah so and mixed doesn't mean black and white it means everything you know so so uh, you hit other and you put exactly what you are write it in
2: so a lot of what's happening (laughs) is they're just judging by what they think the you, look you look like yeah and that's crazy right like why are we afraid to ask like it, be, is it because you think you're going yeah to but it's worse somebody? to uh, just if, choose isn't it to assume <laughs> or decide for the person well you're a yeah. today and you're like well, i'm yeah. i am not actually
1: <laughs>
0: that's crazy <laughs> hilarious
2: i can't imagine um i mean so ladies, this has been so incredible speaking to you both. Like I we're so grateful that you were <laughs> interested in talking to us and gave us your time so and grateful. telling us all about the brand mm-hmm. and the company and yourselves and you know how it started going way back to your beginnings. I mean, we've learned so much from speaking to you as well and I I, I know our audience has yep. also. So, I just a, a huge thank you for taking the time.
3: Oh, thanks for having us. Aww. It's been fun.
1: Yeah, it's super enlightening and yes, obviously been great. just really fucking cool to have you on. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we definitely would love you to plug where our listeners can find you, uh, find your products. So if you can fill us in. You can go to our website at MixedChicks.net or MixedChicks.com. We're on Instagram
3: at, at @mixedchickshair. Facebook is Mixed Chicks Hair Products. Anything else? I mean, you can find us anywhere. You want to find our products in, um, you're in Toronto. Like Shoppers. Shopper, shoppers
1: Drug Mart. That's where I found it before I found that's your products. That's where you found
3: it, yeah. I mean, we. Yeah. Canada, just so you know, Toronto was our very first market to carry our products. Amazing. Um, uh, our first salon was ah. called Chiggy's. And then there was Curl Ambassador, still Caroline, love you, still carrying us. Um, and uh, we've had, gosh, I-, I could sit here and probably think of a couple other people. But, I mean, tons of people who have supported us over the years. Some people are still there. Some people are not. Um, but we're growing and growing still internationally, which Toronto is, what, one of the multicultural capitals in the of the world. Yep. That's right. Well, guys, yep.
1: keep up the good work. You guys are killing it. And... We're proud of you and we love everything you're doing. So oh, thanks. keep it coming.
2: <laughs>
3: and we love the product. We're going to do, I'm sorry, we're going to do a test in Ulta, Canada that's coming sometime soon. Ah, uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Ulta's coming here. So look that's for us great. at Ulta, Canada, you guys. So we'll Don't be checking it down. out there. Buy us out. Amazing. <laughs> we will. Major support. Yeah, for sure. So thank you again, ladies. And I. I hope that the brand and the company just keeps growing and um i love that it was built on authenticity and just a genuine like no- acknowledgement for a need and um it's just it's a better place the world's a better place <laughs> because uh women like you are in it and doing amazing things so thank you so much and i hope we can talk again yep. See you very soon anytime well, we we love Ca- we love Canada. We really appreciate you guys recognizing
0: <laughs> us. Really, Thanks, so thank guys. you, thank so you. So much. Oh, and a shout out you to Hyla for making the connection. Yes, yeah. Another yes.
1: beautiful woman with beautiful hair,
2: <laughs>
0: amazing. most incredible
2: hair. Yeah. So, yeah, shout out to Hyla and um, House of Hyla shoes. We're a big supporter of that brand, also. Excellent. Bye, ladies. Thank Thanks, you. ladies. Bye. Bye, guys.